0: This episode was recorded on the land of the Ngunnawal people. Welcome to Teacher Insights from Catalyst, the podcast that explores the science of learning and its practical implementation in the classrooms of Catholic education, Canberra-Golburn. I'm your host, Luke Mooney, and in each episode, we'll hear from teachers and leaders who are leading the way in implementing evidence-based teaching practice. Today I chat with Patrick Ellis, Education Lead at Catholic Education, Canberra Goulburn. He has been in principal and leadership roles across Catholic Education, Parramatta, Wilkenia Forbes and Canberra Goulburn for over 20 years. Patrick is also a certified lead teacher and holds a Masters of Adolescent and Child Welfare. Prior to his current role, he was Principal at St. Michael's Kayleen and Assistant Principal at St. Monica's Everett. Patrick now leads the teaching and learning team at Catholic Education Canberra-Golburn, including Catalyst. Just a quick reminder, listeners, before we dive into my chat with Patrick, if you're enjoying Teacher Insights, be sure to hit like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And without further introduction, let's go to the conversation. Hi Pat, welcome to Teacher Insights. Thanks, Luke. It's great to be here. I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. I was wondering if you could start off by telling us a bit about what you do, your role in Catholic education as um, education's lead for Catalyst.
1: Yeah, no worries. Uh, look, there's it's an interesting role. Um, it's a big role. And what I oversee is teaching and learning across our 56 schools. So that, whilst it encompasses Catalyst, of course, and curriculum, pedagogy, and assessment, does cover other areas like virtual learning, digital learning, uh, VET, uh, ELAD, Aboriginal Education, uh, Library. So all things teaching and learning, but specifically, uh, particularly with what we've been doing over the last three years, uh, is a focus in Catalyst and really honing in on that sort of precise focus in curriculum, pedagogy and assessment and everything that that brings.
0: So you've got quite a lot on your plate, you're balancing and and managing yeah there's a lot uh, but
1: it's but it's exciting it's rewarding it's different it's a different life in the office compared to school life we don't have the the students and we're not run by bells uh, as school school life is but it's it's pretty exciting to be part of a team that is really transforming uh, teaching and learning across our system and really exciting also to go and visit schools and that's probably the best thing about the job, that I'm not just in one school, that I'm across all the schools and get to visit. So this year I visited uh, 43 out of our 56 schools. So that's great, getting to talk to leaders about the change that they've undertaken, able to talk to teachers and staff and hear about uh, the positive impacts and then get to visit classrooms, which which is the great thing to be able to visit a school in ACT primary school and then head out to a New South Wales college and see the exact same practice occurring across the system. I think that's the power of what we're doing and that's what keeps me going uh, in the role and I just um, want to do all that we can to make uh, the job of a teacher uh, really uh, as easy as it can be uh, so they can just focus on teaching. You know?
0: so, so in terms of a catalyst, what sort of things fill your day and your week? What sort of things are you organising and and what, they, what does that involve?
1: Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, it's it's a full it's a full day and full week, uh, and so there's there, there's a lot that occurs behind the scenes uh, with Catalyst and a, and a great team that do that. I'm I'm the lucky one that gets to to lead it, but we're a whole team that really work on thinking through exactly uh, each professional learning that we're going to provide to schools. What resources are we going to prioritize and why? Uh, as well as the support that we can provide to schools so all the teaching and learning team members that head out to schools as well as our external HITP coaches that work with schools all of that comes back and is fed back and and I make a point of making sure that I'm across all of that information so that I can understand uh, what's needed at a system um, a system level and to be able to then provide that advice um, to the de- director or deputy director and our senior leadership and to, to really make sure that what we're designing um, within, uh, within Catalyst is, is having impact um, that we desire and uh, that it is uh, really for making the, the life of s- schools, uh, the life of teachers, with their practice to be just as effective and as efficient as they can be, and so I look then at what we're doing as a teaching and learning team to make sure that we are being as effective and as efficient as we can we can possibly be too. So um, that's really that's really important. So yeah, a lot of um, a lot of meetings, a lot of workshops, a lot of designing, lots of connections with schools uh, as well, just to talk through each school's catalyst. Journey, so um, yeah, and, and just with the portfolios that we look after, you know that that fills up fills up the week.
0: Absolutely, it would. What have you seen this year that that's exciting?
1: Oh, there's there's so there's so much that uh, is exciting with what's happening. I think when we get into a classroom uh, to visit and a teacher comes up to you to say thank you for all that you're doing. Uh, in the office for us, in the classroom, and for the students that are sitting in front of me, I think that is probably the most exciting thing that's occurring, and and it's not just an isolated story. Like it happens now all the time, um, with with leaders, um, with teachers, with classroom support assistants that come up and 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 say thank you, that they really feel like their value adding to core instruction and classroom, uh, the classroom life now. So that's that's really, um, it's really exciting uh, as a system that we are all united with this systemness, I suppose, of catalyst and uh, that we can journey together uh, and learn as we go um, and know that, you know, this is a continuous process, a long-term approach uh, and that we're behind teachers and walking with them um, to make sure that they really just you know can can be be the best that they can be in front of the classroom. That's that's what we want.
0: Have you seen any schools in particular that are showing um, some really innovative practice or organisation or management to address um, some of the Catalyst goals that we've got? Yeah, there there are there's. There's,
1: there's a lot. There's a lot of schools. Uh, and I think for for us, what we can see, and I imagine that principals would be able to reflect upon this within their own context, too, is that we see schools, at, uh, if we come up a level at the school level, we see schools that are Um, that might be really um, shining brightly in the delivery and the practice, Um, the way the fidelity of the program um, delivery, where we might see another school that are working really well uh, with the curriculum and, you know, sort of just scoping that out really, uh, really effectively and changing structures within the school to assist, you know, with planning time and the way that they utilise RFF and um, and then we might see uh, another school who have really um, captured the professional learning across the whole school and so the knowledge base or the depth of knowledge within that school is really deep and so I think there's opportunities for us to learn from from each each school sure, in, yeah. in their journey and I think that's the the beauty of what we're doing is that every school is on is on the journey we're all at different points and that was. Um, you know, that was really important when we started Catalyst was to acknowledge where schools had come from and to know that we're taking schools from where they were and moving them forward. And, And now we have an opportunity to connect schools. So we know enough about our 56 schools and the journey that they're on and what uh, professional learning they've undertaken, what programs they've implemented, what practice they're focusing on in the class to know that we can connect that school to another school who might be a couple of steps ahead of them for whatever reason, um, or um, that we can connect teachers together, which you know we've never really been able to do at a system a system level to know the teachers who would be able to support another teacher from another school, particularly when we look at our New South Wales uh, regional schools, um, it's not as easy for them to go down the street to see another school in our system. So, to be able to then support them to access, and you know, if they're coming into Marnica for training, to connect with a ACT school um, or a New South Wales school on the way in, and go and have a look at you know this teacher you're you're focusing on vocabulary at your school and this teacher. Excellent, uh, excellent uh, vocab lesson and, and the way that they deliver and how they focus in that area. So pop into that classroom and have a look at that. You might learn a few things um, that will help you. So I think that's really, uh, really exciting for us to see and to understand where each school is at. So there's, there's no one school that I suppose stands out among others. There's groups of schools that stand out for particular reasons. Um, and others that are, you can see them, that they're moving in that same direction, and, and that's exciting.
0: Great. We're in Catalyst is in its third or fourth year. We started in 2019, end of 2019, was it? Yes, yeah, yep. we, with pilots.
1: Yeah, we started in 2019, 2020. Yep. Um, October, when I started in this role, actually, is when we officially launched Catalyst, with our principals at one of the Catholic Leaders' Days, and then it was the start of 2021 when we had our first all-system day, uh, which was online. Yeah, um, you would remember that was Tom Sherrington and Tony Enverum with Writing Revolution and Ollie Lovell, uh, and then we then we went from there. Um, so yeah, so it's been um, officially three years in in schools, um, but uh we we had that 18 months prior to really or probably even longer than that 2 years prior where we were building knowledge as a system and visiting other schools uh, and really um unpacking what learning was for for us what we believed learning to be and and then that's sort of you know the iterations of that then yep. it was catalyst
0: yeah yeah so what have you seen that indicates that we're moving in the right direction? Like how are we going to evaluate or measure progress here?
1: Yeah, I, we see lots. So I suppose it, it two, uh, if I think about it in two sort of chunks, the first more sort of the anecdotal observational um, data, I, I, I suppose, of... of w- what gives us um, the assurances that that catalyst is having impact it, it's the teaching the teaching practice that we now see uh, in classrooms. Um, anyone from um, from the office going into classrooms can see the professional learning that uh, those teachers undertook now evident in classrooms. Um, so, and that's at different levels. It might be at implementation level. It may be that you can see that it's embedded and it's habit changing essentially. Um, and others that are, that's um, that's now sustained in their classroom, and they're really sort of drilling down into the nuance of that practice. We can see in classrooms. Just the, the level of expectation of student learning um, now, that that's uh, higher than what I think it has been in the past. Um, we we are expecting more from the students in front of us, and I, I think that's a good thing. And we can see that reflected in curriculum documentation. We we can see with student engagement, and that was one of the first indicators when we started working in schools with high impact teaching practice and and catalysts more broadly, is that uh, engagement of students increased and behaviours were decreasing, uh, I, you know, due to fast paced lessons and you know the engagement norms that teachers were focusing on. We see now as well around the collaboration and networking between schools. I think that's happening more than what it ever has in this system and really quite targeted networking and collaboration. So that uh, is really positive and a, and a good indicator that what we're doing um, in terms of coming together as a system with a common approach to teaching and learning is working. We also have uh, a lot of schools and systems that are visiting us now and they want to learn more about our journey and that is a great indicator also uh, that they want to come and um, come and see the great teaching and learning that's happening and really affirming for our teachers and leaders. So I sort of see all that as the anecdotal observational aspect. Part of Catalyst as well from the start is that we did partner with Deloitte's Access Economics for an uh, as an evaluation and monitoring partner to ensure that the implementation of Catalyst was having the desired impact, um, and so some schools have been working um, with DAE over the last couple of years, and they're undertaking case studies and surveys with with staff around. The, the practice change that's uh, that's been occurring for them. So that's that's also um, occurring uh, for us and that's more at sort of a program level to ensure that what we're uh, implementing uh, is, is on the right track. And now we start to see and we can drill into student achievement data and see the improvements that are being made there right across the system. Um, so just recently, our phonic screening check results were... Very impressive uh, for for us. Um, this is the first real year of sort of everybody undertaking phonic screening check, and um, that's it's really impressive. Um, We've where we're placed um, when we look at NAPLAN, um, particularly in year three and year five, that we're above the national average, which is great in reading and numeracy. Krista Britt on the team has done some work drilling into. 2019 to 2022 data, and um, there's real, real improvements, uh, real positive shift there um, for us. You know, we're not um, we're not the highest achievers uh, at the moment with uh, with Naplan. You know, we're not um, at the top achievement uh, as a system, as a Catholic system, but we have shown the most positive gain than any other. Um, Catholic system, similar to ours. So that gives us hope that we're on the right path um, there as well. And our PAT data is just coming in, which looks really great as well. So for, for us, we can see the impact now um, starting to have on student learning, which is ultimately, that's what we want, of course. But for us, part of our theory of change within Catalyst was, um, and our director uh, Ross Fox has said this lots of times around the teacher as the most important learner in our system. And that was that was our theory of change. We focus on the teacher, we ensure the teacher has the professional learning, the resources, the support that they need, then student outcomes and student achievement will improve. And that's, we're now seeing that, um, seeing that start to happen. So all of those sort of things wrapped up are the sort of indicators for us um, that we're able to measure to know that we, we are on the right track here, um, grounded with all the research that tells us that this is the way that, uh, the, the best way to, for students to learn. So then the implications of that for our classroom, our classroom teaching, our classroom practice, all of that together tells us that we're on the right track and we need to keep going.
0: I had a few questions obviously written down prepared for you before we started, but I just wanted to see if you might be able to add any more to my next question here. How are we going across the Archdiocese in terms of alignment of catalysts?
1: Yeah, we, we, we're on the journey um, with that. And I, for, for us, what we would like to see and we are now starting to see is that alignment from classroom level to school to the system. That's um, really important are really important for us and so if i use an example it's you know in terms of um of teaching and the teaching practice that um teachers have now uh, starting to implement into their classrooms that's that's quite a significant change for teachers um to be able to evolve their practice so we've asked teachers to undertake significant change so then you know we we Then move up a level to a school, and so then we want to see schools and leadership teams then starting to reflect upon the structures and processes in the school to enable that teacher to embed what they've the practice um, that they've changed the new learning, uh, the new knowledge that they have. Then when we come up another level in terms of a system, then we have to look at how we're supporting schools and and school leadership teams to be able to do that for classroom teachers. So for for us, we we can see that when we think about, um, you know, additional RFF and planning time that's been provided to schools, when we think about the curriculum resources that the system is now prioritising, to support uh, teachers in classrooms to be able to teach and focus on how they teach instead of um, necessarily what they're teaching. Um, so. That to me, see, that's that's the alignment piece um, for us to be able to always be really conscious of what's happening in the classroom and, um, and then how to support and empower leaders to be able to enact that change and create the conditions for that, not just to be implemented, but to be embedded and sustained because that's ultimately our long-term um, goal is to sustain exactly what we're doing and get better at what we're doing and deliver our programs and practice with more fidelity and um, to be able to um, increase frequency with what we're doing.
0: So with your overview and oversight of all of our schools, what's some general advice you, you could give to leadership teams right now of what you're seeing? What would what was something you would say about, you know, continuing the Catalyst journey or implementing new, something new? What's some advice that you might give to, to a leadership team?
1: Yeah, the first first piece of advice I would do, and I always think about this, is what what I would do if I was in a school, um, and uh, that was you know that was only three years ago. So it's and but now what I know, um, having been on this journey and ha- and been fortunate to connect with the many experts and um, leading educational. Um, knowledgeable others around uh, around Australia and internationally, and then just to be able to see what we've seen in classrooms and in other schools and systems. For me, it's about leadership getting into classrooms and really seeing the practice that is being um been delivered and to see the programs and see what what is occurring, I think that's so important. For and I know that with leadership, it's it's a very complex um, complex job. There's a lot of priorities that come in um, into play on any given day, and I've been there and I understand uh, understand the complexities of that. But just by spending a couple of minutes to walk around classrooms to see what is happening, I, I, that would be one thing that I would be committing to uh, as a leader. Uh, and, you know, with a leadership team, you could divide that up. So it's, you know, it's not a, a huge commitment, but it is really important to set to set those conditions that in, in this school, that observations and feedback uh, and that we're all in this together and we're all learning I think as a, as a leadership team, it's really important to undertake any professional learning that you have an opportunity to, uh, with, particularly alongside your teachers, because then you understand what we're actually asking teachers to do. And for some teachers, it's, it's, it's quite significant what we've asked them to do over the last three years, if all they've known is something completely different, 20 years of, of teaching. So that's really important um, as a leader, if you understand exactly what teachers um, are learning, what where, what teachers are doing in terms of creating resources and um, the changes in their planning and the way that they collaborate uh, and the pace of their lessons. If you understand all of that, then there's opportunities to reflect about some of the structures perhaps in the school that you have to modify um, now with what we know.
0: So how does the school know that we've arrived in terms of full Catalyst implementation?
1: Yeah, I think we, we never really arrive. Um, I think for us with Catalyst, it is just going to be um, a continuous process. You know, for, for me, I look at Catalyst as the core of continuous school improvement. So we, we will continue on a long-term Uh, a long-term journey and it's not necessarily a tick and we're done. It is, um, and I think, you know, when I think about what we've done in the past in education, I think that might be contributed to sort of the, where we've gone wrong, that we've sort of think something's done and then we move on to something else. So um, that, you know, we're focused on reading, now we're going to focus on writing or we're focused on maths and now we're going to focus on writing and then we shift focus and then of course the data doesn't look so great then the year after in what we've just spent three years focusing on so whilst it's really complex with what we're doing in catalyst and there's lots of layers in it uh i think it's i think it. we just need to keep focusing on what we're doing so not necessarily we're finished and there's something new it's just we're going to keep getting better at, at what we're doing um and we hope that that is contributing to the confidence that leaders and teachers have with us in the system uh, at CE that this is our long term approach that it isn't something that is going to go away it isn't something that we're going to come out um, with at the start of next year and say oh, we've now we've now done catalysts we're going to move on to something else it's no no we've we've now implemented programs or we've now learnt um, a, a new practice um, to be implemented or we've now deepened our knowledge in a particular area so it's going to be then so how, how do we how do we now embed that how do we refine that you know I, I'm constantly learning and and seeing nuance in practice when I get into classrooms that, I didn't know two years ago, or I didn't see two years ago either. Um, so that gives me um, confidence, I suppose, and um, and a real commitment that we're just going to continue to to get better at, at what we're doing now. And it might be, you know, that there's new um, curriculum resources. You know, we we have focused heavily in K to six. Uh, mathematics and we're now doing work in uh, year three to six english as well as year seven and eight mathematics Um, so there'll be of course other curriculum areas that we look at Um, there might be um, refinements to professional learning that we that we um, implement at a system level, for schools, uh, there might be uh, other opportunities to hear from other uh, experts and and guest speakers. But it, it's it's all going to be aligned to Catalyst, and it's it's just going to be the the next piece of knowledge for us or the the next new learning. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just it's it's
0: really a continuous. Um, continuous process. Would you say that some of the things that schools might look at is that the curriculum, it's coming, our, our scope and sequences that are coming for maths and English and the other units that they might be writing behind the scenes that once they get fully developed, we can just refine those. That'll take the load off teachers as well. So one of the things that we're all working towards is making sure that's sort of set in place so we can we can focus on how we're teaching rather than what we're teaching all the time and organising that as a teacher.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah, which is which is important. The the curriculum piece of Catalyst is is really going to contribute to us sustaining the pedagogical changes that have occurred, um, because we can scaffold the resources to support teachers so that they continue to check for understanding, that they continue to um, to focus on I do, we do, you do. You know, we can we can build all that into the curriculum resources. So that takes a, a, a bit off teachers. The, the work that um, we're leading with others has been really great for us to be able to fast track trying to get resources out to uh, out to schools um, and, and in the hands of teachers. So that will continue um, in, in other curriculum areas as we move forward. But yes, you're right, it's just... It's just refinement, um, you know, as as we move forward, which is what curriculum should be. And, you know, any scope and sequence and any resources that, that you you've created in curriculum should be year to year it shouldn't be um, a whole new reinvention we shouldn't be all sitting around a table and redoing a scope and sequence every year and and for us at a system level when we think about that's 56 schools that are doing that that's a lot of time um, resources money that is being put towards um, redoing redesigning reshaping scope and sequences every single year so You know, our our end goal is that we can be able to provide scope and sequences and curriculum resources for teachers across all curriculum areas. That will take time, of course, um, but that is our commitment. And then we just refine uh, as we go. And the feedback that we get off teachers as well, that, you know, that that didn't work or the sequence, we didn't understand that, It it didn't flow properly. So then that's on us to, to refine that, to then be able to make those um, uh, modifications to then get back out, back out to schools. But it's an exciting space for us to be in as a system, to be working on curriculum resources, to help reduce the workload for teachers so that they... They don't have to focus on the what to teach but focus on how to teach and then more importantly how to respond and how do you know that students have learnt what you've taught. You know, that's, 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 that's what we should be focusing on, um, not necessarily, um, you know, what we teach but ha- have students learnt what we've taught um, and, and, that's, and that's where we want teachers to be focusing um, as we move
0: forward. So, moving forward, what is next for Catholic Education Campbell Goulburn?
1: Yeah, look, I, I I think for us the what next? When I think in uh, the teaching and learning space, what next for us is Catalyst, um, which is great. Uh, so we just uh, for us it's it's continuing uh, with this long term approach and, and and knowing that uh, we we want to get better at what we're doing. We want. Um, you know, we want our pace um, to be quicker. We want more curriculum resources provided to schools. We want you know deeper analysis of student data to inform our instructional decisions. You know, all of that. We just we just want to keep keep getting better, um, better at that, and um, and keep the teacher as the most important learner at the forefront of decisions that are being made at a, at a system level. And so when, you know, when we think about Catholic Education, Canberra, Goulburn, there's so many different things that have been occurring over the the last couple of years in, in other areas, not, you know, not necessarily in teaching and learning, but all of that is a long-term goal to to make the lives of teachers and leaders easier um, and and to make sure that we are focusing on, on our core business um, and that all that we're doing is, um, is, is, is faith and learning.
0: Pat, is there anything that you're able to tell us at this point of what's coming up on the horizon?
1: Yeah, so some information has gone out to principles uh, of what we're referring to as, you know, sort of catalyst future State. So we're, where we're heading um, with catalyst. And there's a few things that we're, we're looking at uh, next year. And one of those is our HITP leaders group. Um, so our secondary listeners um, who work with uh, with Teach Well uh, in HITP in action last year um, were involved in uh, in a in a leaders group of what we is, is the title that we gave it, which was an opportunity for leaders within a school, whoever they might be, and that looks different uh, in different contexts, but coming together to talk about, uh, collectively, to talk about how to move HITP from implementation to embedding and sustaining. And that was great and really set a tone for secondary to think about, uh, particularly in their context, around how to scale HITP to get into all the faculties, all the departments. So, we're bringing that back for uh, for our secondary uh, and central colleagues. Uh, and then for us at t- um, within the teaching and learning team, we're looking to do that, a similar sort of approach with our primary leaders. And so once a term we'll be bringing uh, those in the school in our primary context, leading HITP together, and we'll work with them to really deepen their knowledge and then to look at how they can support the leadership at the school to really move towards creating those conditions for observations, for feedback, for coaching, for that to occur. So that looks quite different in different schools and some schools are further uh, down that path than others um, and there's complexities to think through with larger schools and smaller schools and, um, you know, the the availability of um of leadership to support the availability of relief. There's lots of things for schools to think through, but we want to get really close and work with collectively work with all of our schools to bring that to, to bring that to life over the next two years. We're also, uh, for next year, and we did, um, pilot one of these, uh, last year was an intensive, uh, a primary HITP intensive uh, at your school, Luke, uh, last year, but uh, looking to do two more of those next year. So the term one stand down period and term three stand down period will be running two lots of um, primary uh, primary school HITP intensives um, for those that um, are wanting to come along and, and learn a little bit more. So more information will come out um, about that as well. And the other new thing for next year uh, within Catalyst is onboarding. So for us uh, at a system level, for any new staff, uh, any new teachers to our system, that we'll bring them together for a day and we will uh, unpack for them what Catalyst is um, what the science of learning is what science of reading is and what do we mean by high impact teaching practice so we'll do that at a system level for all new teachers um, and then of course then they'll work with their leadership teams around what that looks like in the specific school context but that's something else for us um, for next year and then we're we're still engaging our external uh, providers uh, as we move into next year which is great and we're continuing to partner with OCA uh, and many um, many of our teachers who are teacher creators in some of those curriculum resources will continue to work in, in the curriculum um, space as well. So um, yeah, so some some newer things for next year. Um, and uh, as I as I mentioned, it is really just for us, particularly over the next two years, to really focus on embedding. Um, that's that's sort of our our goal. Uh, For the next two years, we've had the last three years, quite intense uh, change occurring. And and really, we consider that as an implementation phase. We move into this transition phase, which is where we're honing in on embedding practice and program across our system. And then um, we'll have what we refer to as Catalyst Future State, which is essentially sustaining everything that we've been doing and just getting better.
0: Yeah, great. That's great. Pat, I asked this to all of the people on the podcast. What do you know now that you didn't know before and what do you do now that you didn't do before?
1: Yeah, there's, there's so much. There's so much. Um, I, I didn't know about the science of learning um, when I think back four years ago uh, and I didn't know about the science of reading. So I, of course, knew about the components of reading, but I didn't know things like the simple view of reading, Scarborough's Reading Rope, Um, and I, I knew about cognitive load theory, but I'd probably say real surface level and didn't really take that into consideration when I was teaching and leading. So all of that underpinning research is, is really what I know now. Um, and I like, you know, referring to. Uh, science of reading um, movement in in the US when you know better and you do better. Um, So for me you know I just think about all the things that um, I wish I would have known back when I was teaching Um, but I think it's just exciting continuing to to learn new knowledge and then thinking about the implications that has for classroom practice and and for leadership. Um, What what has occurred in Catalyst and the learning that I've undertaken has really changed my beliefs in, in teaching and learning. You know, I had taught for 20 years uh, and really focused on uh, an inquiry approach and really, when I reflect now, really quite um, perhaps facilitating learning compared to teaching Uh, and so for so for me now i just think about all of those experiences could have been so much deeper for those kids had they had more knowledge to be able to inquire um know, we think about the students that come to us and the, the you know varying backgrounds which then brings you know quite different Background knowledge, and and some students are exposed to reading in the home in early years, and others are not, and um, others have quite complex lives, and you know there's lots of things that um, that happen in with students, and when they arrive to us, I think for us to be able to keep it at the forefront, that equity, and and ensuring that every classroom doesn't matter what child what classroom a child is attending that they're going to get the same high quality lesson that teachers are going to be as effective and as efficient as they can possibly be to really have impact and really transform every single student's life um, through learning which is which is what catalyst uh, is about so this this there's so much that I know now that I, I didn't know, and um, and and my whole job is 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 doing that now. Um, and I, I know, in terms of you know classroom practice and leadership, uh, that I would be a completely different teacher for the better if I was back in a classroom. And so I'm not, <laughs> but that means that I can. What can I do to help? teachers across our system to really take that knowledge that new knowledge and evolve their practice
0: so if you were back in the classroom next week what's one thing that you would do that you didn't do before
1: i would be doing daily review and i'd be doing checking for understanding constantly um which i i didn't do yeah i didn't do before you know i would i would activate prior knowledge of students and leave it there and move on. Um, I wouldn't be checking for understanding as frequently as what I needed to. It would probably be at the end of a lesson, perhaps, or through some questioning. Um, and it was questioning with hands up as well. So, you know, I wouldn't be doing that necessarily either to make sure students are active and attending to, to learning. So those, if I was in a class, they would be those couple of things that I would be doing straight away.
0: It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, Pat. I've been waiting a while to have a chat to you and it's been great. So thank you for your time.
1: No worries. Thank you. And uh, before I go, it's really just a thank you to everybody uh, in the system. Um, it's we, we know that we ask and we have asked a lot of teachers and, and leaders over the last couple of years, but just know the impact that you are having is significant um, and we can we can see that across all of our schools, and you should be extremely uh, proud of what you are doing. Um, we are, and um, we just thank you for everything that you're doing.
0: Thanks for joining us on Teacher Insights. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. If you're interested in learning more about Catalyst, check out the website catalyst.cg.catholic.edu.au. Until next time, keep learning.